This time on TNT. The Taggart House is officially sold. We have a Canadianity quiz. And it's surf and turf night at Popular Girl. It's all coming up right now on TNT. Hey. Tis the season, bud. Yeah, we're in it. Tis the season for velvet tones and nice pipes with my new Yeti Nano. It sounds like I've been sponsored by Yeti. I have not. No, but we should approach them on, well, I'm sure every podcast in the world does it, but it's a uh, good sponsor opportunity because it works. Well, It's always good when it's something you use. um, First of all, I would like to thank the buds for taking the time to write and say, you sound great, or to write and say, hey, heard you talk about your um, internet challenge, and here's my two cents. Have some... some pro ExploreNet people and had some uh, cons. <laughs> that's but that's re- that's the best stuff when you have someone who has firsthand knowledge of it, as opposed to like I've heard about this thing or you read a review online. It's always better to right. have the life experience. It's good. Yes. So also, my house is officially sold. Come on. Yeah, and closed. Crazy. So I'm now I'm now re- renting. My old house. I thought you were going to say, I'm now rich. <laughs> no, my yeah, house is no, sold. Imagine, I am oh now my, extremely oh wealthy. No, not at all. This this, this is, uh, it's interesting. So now we're renting to, for a few months. So because, you know, the last thing you want to do is move right when winter's starting and, you know, everything's changing around. So we're going to, we're going to stay here f- till spring and uh, probably look January, February of getting a place, and so it's not a, a uh, the transition isn't crazy, and we can spend a little more time here, so it's great. And spend a little more time looking. Carol and I were talking about this the other day. I can't remember which HGTV person, it might have been Courtney of Courtney and Dave, said, yeah. it's funny how people fix up their houses and do all the things that need to be done to it when they're getting ready to sell, and then sure. part of it is like, well, then why didn't you just do all that stuff when you lived there? It's like the love it or list it yeah. thing. They never list it. They mm. always end up loving it. Yeah. So it's it's a little bit of that because um, we get to transition nice and smoothly. The kids have all kind of grown up here, especially Annalise. So uh, it'll be good. And and it's always better looking for a place in the in the late winter than the summertime and spring anyway so are they sad uh, or psyched uh psyched everybody's psyched yeah great not sad yeah for sure um definitely so have you been looking what's out there how scary is it um well i've seen some good and bad so i I think the the key is to kind of just be patient and not uh fall in love with a place yeah but there's there's few there's a few places that we have our eyeballs on and and it's kind of also neighborhoods too there's there's specific neighborhoods that we have dialed and if something comes up then to the to the point where it's like well you know we're thinking about maybe knocking on the door oh wow or you know, or, or leaving a letter yeah because so you, n- you never know right you never know you never know because some sometimes people are like oh, I I uh, 
Uh, and these are specific places that you can tell someone has lived there for a long time. I'm so. a big fan of the if you ever. The le- Yeah, well, exactly. Because it's someone who's actually uh, into your place, you know? Exactly. And the people that... The people that bought this place are in love with this house. They cannot wait to to uh, move in, and so it's it, you can tell that there's that passion about it. So it makes it a lot easier. I, I know definitely from me and Lisa as sellers when when someone's buying it that you can tell they really love the place. Yes, it uh, makes a huge difference. It, it made a difference for us to to choose the offer for from them, you know. So. Uh, it, it it definitely makes the difference if you have someone who can is in love with the property. Why did so, they yeah. do the handwritten letter to you guys? Uh, no, it was more in the way that they because there was a, there was people there was about four or five different families hovering around, and uh, I think it was uh, just the way that they 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 talked and the way that the they acted about the property made a difference. It does make a difference. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the uh, the um, if you ever, and especially if the last sentence is worst case scenario. I hope at the very least you're flattered by how taken I am with your property. Like it's pretty hard to be offended by that, and you know yeah. you, you hear of it all the time, like uh, a sneaky sale of a house that you thought might never come up on the market. Like oh yeah, it just kind of quietly exchanged hands. You might as well get in the yeah. queue. Exactly. And we're not and it's not like we would like say he, you know, here our offer is uh way under what you would sell it for. It's more like this is kind of the ballpark of of the homes in this area. Yeah. Uh, you know, what do you think? So uh yeah, you you uh it never hurts. Especially but if you carve out that. the we're, um uh the double under too. realtor thing. Yeah, exactly. Saves them the uh, the percentages, which is it ends up being a lot. Yes. Yeah. So anyway. Well, that's exciting. Uh, it's exciting to look. And um, do you find that you are uh, much less respectful of the house now because it's not your problem? <laughs> You're like wearing skates in the living room and stuff. Oh yeah. Well, for sure. Like yeah. Well, with kids too. Like you don't no jumping around, no playing, no hanging. No, the, you know, don't on the pantry doors <laughs> you know all those so things. you're more so that way since it's sold than you were before i just said sorry to myself that's pretty nice <laughs> hey Moving sorry bud yeah <laughs> but what would you say sorry? you're more sorry that you. way now oh yeah for sure because if you now it's like if you break it you buy it in a sense if something happens it's as a when you're uh a, a, uh not a not a when you're taking a residence, an occupant of the place for leasing it for a few months. So does, um, like, do you have to pay a damage deposit when you rent your own yes. place? You did? Yeah. Well, it's not. How it's, weird it's, is that? Uh, lease. Three, yeah, a three month lease. So it's not like a tenant. It's yeah, it's an occupant agreement. So yeah, you have to sign uh, a, a, a form together that uh, puts a certain amount of, of, of cash as a deposit. Yeah, definitely. Wow. Well, cause who knows, right? Like if, uh, the kids, uh, I don't know, like something, anything could happen to you guys to, go uh, to superstore and they have a rager. Yeah. And something else, like someone the, kicks uh, in the, the patio the doors. Stair- the, 
Yeah, the stair, the stair, uh, uh, the, the, the rail, you know, say the stair, the rail comes down or something. Yeah. Like that's a huge, that's a big price right there. They Airbnb it while you guys are at yeah. Superstore. 13 year olds raging it to the, the chair thrower <laughs> and her friends. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything, anything could happen that could cost a lot of money for sure. So, so yeah, you're we're more respectful. If you were like me, because we, you know, I I want to leave it in good hands. We actually told them if uh, our kids ever one day wanted to buy this place later, that they 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 would uh, if they were to sell it, they would let us know. Wow, that they're selling this place. Crazy. So yeah, yeah. Um, uh, that's really a big major life page turn for your kids, isn't it? It is, but they're excited. Like I said, they're psyched for, uh, for they're already kind of talking about how they want their own rooms to look like and uh, all that other stuff. My son Jack's talking about putting a, a quarter pipe, you know, the, the, yeah. not the half pipes for, for skating and sc- scooting and all that stuff. So is everyone Those on realtor.ca? The kids, yeah, imagine they're all at it. Well, aren't they? I would <laughs> be. No, they're not. They, they. Uh, if we show, if we find a place we like, we'll show them the pictures and they'll come check it out. But I think they're, uh, you know, they're into just having their own more, little more space on their own. Well, that's exciting, bud. Fun thing to yeah. um to do this winter to plot and plan and dream and and keep your eyes peeled. I. I am very singularly focused. I wouldn't be able to concentrate on anything else. And in fact, um, I said to Carol the other day, it's kind of a relief is a weird word, but I don't look at PEI real estate anymore. And that seems like it was all I did for several months, like a few times a day. And now that we have a place there, there's a certain like, ah, there's a certain peace and, and freedom that comes with that. It feels nice. Yeah, no, it's it's uh it's it's got a good vibe to it. How's your uh, do, where are you are you along in your uh the Flipski? Oh, we're getting there. It's um yeah. it's coming soon styles. It's uh dragged on longer than I think any of us hoped. Um mm-hmm. but the thing about Halifax being on a peninsula is there's no new land and uh so much has happened um, obviously, with people working from home now, they can be anywhere. Obviously, with some bigger cities in Canada being turbo expensive, people are looking to less pricey places. Um, lots of new Canadians expected to arrive in the next calendar year, and Halifax is quite a destination. So I was really worried about it getting too close to Christmas. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, by all accounts, there is uh, there are a lot of buyers and there's no product. So it's not... Toronto or Vancouver crazy, but it's um, uh, it, it is not showing many signs of slowing down. So that's good. Yeah. Well, I don't think it's gonna. I mean, uh, it's gonna be a. It's winter is kind of the only thing curbing. Like you know, when you're trying to sell your house with the big fancy flowers and all the gardens blooming, as opposed to just like dry snow patches. Right. It's a big difference. Or so Joe Vine alone. showing a fourplex in Hamilton <laughs> and there's slush and salt stains on the hey. carpet. Hey, looks like this thing just lost a hundred grand, doesn't it? I told you to guys to take your boots off because we're showing the house. You don't need to get salt stains on the carpet. 
<laughs> what? You don't like get rid of tomatoes in the backyard? Look, these are dried up. I'm Joe Vine. <laughs> you suck at buying houses. Let me do it for you. Every, sounds like he's doing a commercial everywhere on the property with the family. How many <laughs> times? That's a stick. How many times have you asked yourself, why can don't I have a place to put the groceries? Look, you set them right here. There's a shelf. <laughs> Joe Vine is so angry. I would love to get a cease and desist letter from Joe Vine, Hamilton realtor, <laughs> saying, guys, you're doing real damage to my business. So we should circle back and say, if you find yourself in the real estate market in Hamilton, please call Joe Vine. And then please let us know how that went. Have you seen the Rod Peeler mask? Yes. He's the Rod Stewart looking mask in Winnipeg, right? Yes. <laughs> that sounds the best, that guy. It sounds he says, like a um, stage name. Not Dean Murdoch uh, tweeted it out the other day or on Instagram. I saw it and I was like, that, I've seen that guy before. And it's his, says, his little slogan is like, up all night. It is? <laughs> yeah, something like that. It sounds like... So like, I'm like, I'm awake now because I just did two bumps in my own bathroom. What goes bump so in the night? Like, <laughs> it's, um, it's... It sounds painful, first of all, Rod Peeler. It also sounds like a stage name. And it's it sounds like someone who takes off their clothes for a living, right? He's like, I'm, I'm either at the Peelers or I'm awake doing some Peelers. Rod Peeler. He's really leaning I'll into the whole the Rod paint. Stewart thing, though. I'll peel the paint off this desk. With my breath? <laughs> with with my nostrils. <laughs> Doing rails. I bet Burton and Rod uh, have crossed paths. <laughs> at, what is the steakhouse in Winnipeg? Stella and... No, Stella's is the breakfast joint. Uh, There's a real... Um, uh, we're, having, we're having fun with the peeler. Those are all, uh, I don't know if the guy does rails. I'm just pretending that he does. Yeah, sure. These are <laughs> just... There's a legendary steakhouse in Winnipeg. <laughs> Do you know what I... It's like Al and Stella's? <laughs> what, Salisbury? No. Salisbury House? No. <laughs> what are you talking about? There's a place that has like <laughs> red velvet couches. And it's like a Up man and a Winnipeg? woman's name. Yes. Oh, is it like near the uh, Fairmont? Like Ray steps? and Jerry's. <laughs> Ray and Jerry's. There, there it is. Go. Opens at 3 p.m. Long running yeah. old school venue with red leather seats and a menu of traditional steaks and seafood. Hey. <laughs> Why don't you be Rod Peeler and I'll be Burton Cummings at this place? At Ray and Jerry's? <laughs> Oh my yeah. gosh! You have to go to the for website. Like little, it's the best for like a Christmas meal. Um, so getting I'm to, getting together for the holidays. Rod, oh my gosh! It's like suddenly, poor Rod Peeler's just trying to sell houses in Winnipeg, and someone's gonna tell him these a holes were riffing. <coughs> hey, maybe Burton's looking for a house. All right, maybe I wish I was better versed on neighborhoods in Winnipeg. It's his guy. Okay, so maybe Rod Peeler 
is coming to Burton with an opportunity in St. Boniface. Okay. Or Transcona? I'm just looking at, now okay. I'm looking at Winnipeg neighborhoods. St. Vidal? Am I saying this right? Oh, man. Come on. You, you gonna eat that steak? You gonna finish your steak? You want me to cut that steak for you, Burton? Uh, no, but you... Oh, I'm Burton. Oh, I I'm thought Burton. it was Rod. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm Burton. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I got into him for a second. You okay? Go. Okay, so I'm Rod Peeler. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mr. Cummings, how are you? I'm good. Good to see how you. How you doing? Good. Yeah, this I'm good. Is- Thanks for uh, meeting me here on such short notice. <laughs> Just kidding. We've had this plan for three weeks now. <laughs> got a couple of uh, uh, Google alerts reminding me that we we had this plan like we do every year. We get together for a. <laughs> For a Christmas dinner and just kind of check in on uh, life hey, and business hey, and how everything's hey. going. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. T- take it. E- take isn't it easy. This great. We should do this more. No. Isn't t- this great. Rod. 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 Take it easy. Oh, sorry. All right. You, you have to excuse me for Come a second. On. There's a client of mine over at the, hey. the next table. Hey. Hey. Barry. hey baby. Barry. Barry. Baby. Barry. Come on, baby. It's me. Listen. We're having steak, okay, baby? Let's relax. Uh, I'm I'm perfectly relaxed. I was thinking of uh, I was thinking on the drive over here if I should. I was gonna call in and order uh, my dinner before I got here so that the dinner could be here when we got here, so then we could just get on with the rest of the night. <sighs> I'm feeling I'm feeling like some asparagus and some some buns and some mushrooms. You like mushrooms, I, Rod? I, I don't really care what we eat, to be honest with you. But I was thinking that like Rod should, the mod. Hey, we should drink pork. Hey. Why don't we Ride the mud. Ride the mud is the man is the So what was that, that thing? Was, that was free right there. What was that, that was thing free. this year, Burton, where you got you got in trouble for uh, you complained about the kids next door and the place that I sold you in you Transcona? Know what? No, I got I got uh, in trouble for looking too good this year. Oh, this guy. Really give me a break. As usual. Can you excuse me for a minute? Hey, I you just know have what? to go to the bathroom for a minute. Can you excuse me for a minute? If if okay. the the lady comes over, no can you problem. just tell, like, get a bottle of port? We should drink port more. Sure, I was thinking that today. I'm just gonna go to the bathroom. I'll get for everything. A I'm just gonna go to the bathroom no for a minute. All good. Good evening, it's Mr. Funny. Cummings. I, uh, My name is Sasha. I'll be looking after you. Um, I see you playing. Uh, I see you playing uh, Charlie Brown Christmas here, Vince Guaraldi. Fantastic yeah. piano player, by the way. Okay. Uh, could you maybe uh, spin something of mine? Okay. Do you have uh do you have a Christmas? I mean, I own a record? I own a third of the place for crying out loud. I mean. You know what? He probably does own a third of the place. <laughs> for sure, right? So you got to give him the respect. Does Burton have a Christmas record? I don't know, but I'm going to find it. Well, we know Randy does. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> Randy's got a Christmas album? Yeah. What was the song? It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Taking care of Christmas. Oh wow! How could we forget? Taking care of Christmas every day. <laughs> I don't think it's on iTunes. Um. So Burton lives in Winnipeg, right? Oh, it, it is. Okay, I'm gonna put this on. Let's go back to the skit, and then this comes on. Okay. And really fires him up. Oh, yeah, of course. He'd be furious. <laughs> right? Okay. Hey, Mr. Cummings, don't worry. I took care of it. I put some music on that uh, I think will be a little more to your liking, sir. Fantastic. Fantastic. So let's get to 
baseballs, medium rare, and extra mushrooms, asparagus, sautéed onions, french fries, steak cut, uh, crinkle cut, everything. Get lots of booze, Okay, too. and for your friend, what will he have? <laughs> lots of... Lo- <laughs> lots more of what I just said and booze. Burton ordering two baseballs uh, from Cell. <laughs> and for your friend? Uh. Oh. Okay. Hey, All right. I'm back. Uh. Did you order for us? I just did. I got us a couple of baseballs. I wish they and were a bunch of stuff. All the trimmings. I wish they were playing uh, better music. You know, I'm fired up. I, I just because it's a steakhouse doesn't mean we need to like, you know, fall asleep at the table. You know what I mean? I know. I know. I. You know what? I told them to uh, put on a little Burton, and I figure uh, that ought to do the trick to uh, heal our woes here. Yeah. <clears throat> what? Are, why aren't they playing it? I don't know. For some reason, the um, the uh, recordings in here aren't working. I don't know why. Oh, really? Uh, okay. Maybe the system I mean, is they broken. They said they were gonna. They said they were gonna press play. You, you all right there? You, you doing okay, Rod? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I just, um, I sorry. When I went to the bathroom, I had to take a call. Um, so I, I stepped outside for a second to take a call, and uh, just I had three cigarettes and um, uh, some other stuff, and then I, I came back in and. When I came in, the server was at the table, and I bumped into someone else that I know who's a client on the other side of town, and I wanted to talk about a fourplex in, um, wait for it, in Charleswood, um, because wow. uh, I, that I haven't been able to uh, uh, get rid of it ever since I moved to River East. I've been, uh, oh, there's the, it's working now. Oh, Christ. This is, hey, hey, hey. What, the, what are, are they they're doing They're playing BTO. Here? This is a great jam. This is Bachman, for Christ's sake. Hey! This is Bachman! You think I'm an idiot? Come on! I'll shut this place down if you don't turn that off. If I hear his voice once, I'm not paying for this meal or any other... You bastards! I'm going to guess that Bachman and Cummings get mistaken for each other all the time. <laughs> Wouldn't you say? Probably. I People are like, well, I know he's a, he's that guy. He's he's isn't he one of those guys? For sure, I'm sure it happens, and it probably happens in like the most Larry David moments. Yeah, of course. You wouldn't expect. Where does Bachman live? Probably the Peg. No, I hope so. I don't know. Seems like he is in the Peg. I think the city's too small for they both, both of them. They they both have places there. Do they? Whether they're there all the time? Yeah. Remember we've I I think we've heard about people saying that he lives. They both. Well, I don't know about Bachman stories, but I've definitely uh, Burton being a, about town on the reg. Crazy. In and out. Crazy. Probably has a spot in L.A. as well. Um, Maybe uh, another pad somewhere else. And who are the other dudes? <sighs> I should know. The other dude in the band? Yeah. Who's the drummer? I I, I never went too deep with uh, the Guess Who. They're all great. I think it's Bachman's brother, right, that played drums? Or another guy in the band is Bachman's brother. I'm not sure if it, they were he was in the Guess Who or just BTO. What happened to Tal? He, um, 
what he his religion kind of wouldn't allow him to rock is that what happened uh, no really i don't know is that the truth well how Where'd did he get that how did he get one banger and then we never heard from him again <laughs> well i mean he joins a list of a lot of people that have had one banger she's so high as a banger anymore. i'll stand behind that all day every day that's uh bob rock at the helm producing that jammer really yeah, that's a good song. I'll give him that. All right, so you've been sitting on this Canada quiz for three weeks now. <laughs> for like six episodes. I know, and every time we get to the end, it's like, oh, we didn't play the Canada quiz. Is today the day we're going to play? <laughs> yeah, we can play it today. Okay. And it's kind of, uh, yeah, it's fun. <clears throat> what is it? Hold on, i got to shut this door. You can talk about uh, it's trivia. True or false styles? Kind of true or false, yeah. Okay. 50% chance, I like that. Well, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Is it in a specific category? Well, just Canada. Do you know, I've been trying to find, at Toys R Us and places like that, Trivial Pursuit. And when I asked the children at um, Toys R Us if they had Trivial Pursuit, they were like, uh... Ooh, never heard of it. Is it not a thing anymore? I don't know if you can buy the original ones. I don't know. I think it is. Maybe you have to look online, but uh, we have a lot of old games from, like, if you keep an eye out at the old Value Village, you never you never know what you're going to find oh. in there. We have, we have a Risk that's, like, mint. We have a Clue that's perfect from the 70s. No way. Yeah, and it's great because it's it's way different. The, the newer ones don't have the the uh, cool pieces, and the original Life game was is way better. The old one compared to the new one, it's like it ends in five minutes, and it's like what have salad. Whereas the old one has all kinds of stuff going on. I wonder. Get yourself a seventies game of Life. Oh yeah, you can buy Trivial Pursuit, like, the Family Edition. There you go. You can still buy it. Mm. I wonder if the questions have been up. Graded. I love the um, trivia around the creators of Trivial Pursuit. Yeah, like a couple of them have passed on, right? For sure. Yeah, but didn't they? They all just threw like a thousand bucks in a kitty or something, and it just blew up. What do you mean? Like, I think they worked pretty hard at it, didn't they? Did they? Yeah, like they gave it. Uh, I don't know if, how much they gave out in the beginning, but yeah, when it started to blow up, like they did a lot of work in the game. It's because like I think at the point at that time, you know, you think about how hard it is now. The idea of finding up with uh, finding the answers to questions is is easy, but back and they developed this in the early '80s, right? Wow, Hasbro. Bought Trivial Pursuit for 80 million bucks. Yeah, they had to come up with all those questions. F- fact finding must have been insane. The game was created on December 15th, 1979, in Montreal by Canadian Chris Haney, a photo editor for Montreal's The Gazette, and Scott Abbott, a sports editor for the Canadian Press. And he died in 2010 at 59, Chris Haney. Yeah, those guys lived pretty, I think, fast lane styles. True, did they? Yeah, like Rod Peeler styles. 
like booze and styles. Let's, that they started that devil's pulpit and golf course and paintbrush just for having shits and giggles. Wait a sec. What do you mean? And they were, and one of the guys is buried on the golf course. What? And there's a bunch of always a bunch of beers by his grave. I don't know if like I'm just. <laughs> Back in the day, it was like, you know, paying tribute because he was a bod, like, like to really get into things. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, what's more Canadian we'll than be, that? I'll have to, well, we'll have to ask my my bud, uh, Rob Roxborough, who's the uh, GM there. He's probably got all the good details of the history of the club now. Co-creator Chris Haney died in 2010 at the age of 59. He said of his fame... It was like we were rock stars everywhere we went. People shook in their boots. Yeah. That's so crazy. They got they got large, a lot of money. <clears throat> so did you ever meet them? No. Trivial Pursuit's co-inventor never outpaced his demons. There you go. Wow, I had no idea. What a facet. Like, why isn't that a movie of the week? I'm pretty sure they did make a movie of it. I remember seeing something, maybe a CBC mini deal. Really? I, uh, yeah. And the, the, most of it was like, come on, man, we can't keep on drinking like this. One of those vibes. <laughs> really? <laughs> so they were both in, like, they liked to party. Yeah. So, if you want to play this game, the the uh, a lot of it is kind of like it, it begs the question of where and why's of the answer, right? Okay. So maybe there there could be uh, you at you know at the helm doing your fact finding on the Compruta. Okay, I'm just buying um, Trivial Pursuit Family Edition as you're talking. No offense. Um. No, that's cool. You're still fired up about these guys. Yeah, yeah, I'm really into it. Ooh, there's the 2000s edition, too. Should so I you get can that? Get all your, uh, you would, uh, I don't know, the difference would be updated questions. Yeah. The older ones, it's like, <laughs> I remember the original being really, like, deep. Yeah, me like, too. Difficult. It does. It's not just like... The first question you hear on Jeopardy styles, like they're all like, oh, come on. They'll say sports and it'll be like, you know, <laughs> it's something about Connie Mack, you know, <laughs> coaching the 1933 all-star team or something. The first one. Did you see, by the way, that um, there was a letter Kenny question that Trebek voiced on Jeopardy? Yeah, I saw it. I, so well, I saw great. the picture. I didn't hear it, but that's great. Makes sense. The when gist of it was like you're Berlin. Um, uh, oh, the Canadian show Letter Kenny refers to um, a couple of its characters as going to Pracky for what sport? Yeah. What is hockey? Nice. Cool. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, how, here's your here's your first true or false question. Okay. In Canada, some towns use beet juice to melt ice on wintry roads. True or false? In Canada, some towns use beet juice to melt ice on wintry roads. Well, it's so weird 
that I suspect it has to be true, but I don't have a reference point for how out there this game is as a whole. Um, so I'm, oh boy. I'm going to say it's true. It is true. Where? Well, that's the fact part. We have to find it, but I'm, I'm assuming it's the brine from Beets. Because uh, beet, beet juice and brine, has it's got a concentrated amount of salt in it, which crushes snow and ice. How do you know that? How do you know about beet juice and brine? Well, I know brine because Lisa's brother Clay, who works the roads up in uh, that part of Ontario, uh, he, he's, he's the one who told me about brine. Because I thought that was awesome that they used something... That's every day as opposed to uh, something that's, you know, chemically manufactured. There was an article in the Globe and Mail about salt, sand, and beet juice. How Canada wages war against ice. Kamloops mm-hmm. winter strategy is reliant on spurts of warm weather to limit accumulation of snow and ice. The city of Toronto is among municipalities choosing to combat winter weather with beet juice. The liquid is effective at lower temperatures than a salt brine solution and also less corrosive. There you go. Being used in Calgary, too. Yeah, it probably doesn't crush cars and everything as well. It actually mentions that. Plant-based road salt, good for highways, but not for insects. Isn't that great? Yeah, yeah, it's phenomenal. Um, But of course, there's a counterpoint. Hey, look, we came up with this uh, thing we're trying to do to try to make it better. Yeah, it's actually worse for other people. Okay. All right, so let's just not try to do anything then. <clears throat> I know, right? Okay, next. Okay, here's another one. I'm one for one. Okay, you ready? Okay. John Candy only ate Swiss Chalet on the set of SCTV. Well, you have said that before, but it, it couldn't have been. You, you've mentioned that he's, he ate Swiss Chalet, but it, that couldn't be the only thing he ate. So I'm going to say false. <laughs> It is false. Okay, good. But it was the rap parties that he requested Swiss Chalet all the time. Are you they, elaborating on that, that's or true. that's what it says? I am. Okay, that's true, because he, he uh, <clears throat> it's false, so I made it up. But the truth to it is that he, somebody ordered Swiss Chalet for an early rap party of SCTV. I think I'm I'm assuming in the Alberta years. Yeah. And he 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 was he was upset and thought it would offend everybody, like the fact that they didn't spend a lot of money for the for for the party, and that he thought the crew would be like, "Oh, come on, you got a Swiss chalet, guys!" But everybody loved it so much it became like the staple. Move. They were psyched. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So it's a classic story of Canadianity. Okay, I'm two for two. Hit <clears throat> me. Okay. The world's first million-dollar coin was minted in Canada and made of solid gold. True or false? Um, I can't even he- hear the word mint without street sense. Brought to you in part by the Royal Canadian Mint. How crazy nice. is it that the sponsor of street sense is the place that actually makes money for the country? 
I say that's a pretty solid sponsor yeah. right there is what I'd say. Say that's not going anywhere as a sponsor. That's when like you're like, okay. Brought to you in part by the Royal Canadian Mint. I also remember <laughs> exactly where I was when I did the first voiceover for Street Sense that involved, or you can email us, streetsense at screen.com. Oh, yeah. The first... Oh, my God. I remember thinking, like, email. <laughs> so what? C- CBC had screen.com? I guess so. The The email address I'm was wondering. streetsense at screen.com. They must have sold that. And I remember asking what the, like, what the um, uh, at symbol is. Like, what? how do you pronounce that? I didn't know that was at. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. That's good. Um... Uh, I I feel like I've read that somewhere. I think that is oh, okay. true. Yeah, you got it. Million dollar coin. True. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Phew. Three for three. Okay. The smallest house in the world is in Windsor, Ontario. The smallest house in the world. I know. I'm going to talk it out. Windsor. Who wants to be a millionaire? Styles. I know. I think I've seen the narrowest house in the world. I think it's in the village in New York. It's not necessarily the smallest. <laughs> I suspect homes have gotten even smaller since tiny homes. I'm going to say false. It is false. Good one. Nice. Wow. And uh, and you could ne- that's one of those ones you're like, oh, I don't know. That's some some. I could see somebody doing that. I know. The more specific it is, the more you think. It's gotta maybe, be true. Maybe the maybe the uh, the Airbnb Airbnb Steve guy. Yeah, you waking yeah. up with a cat on your we were, face. When we went to the Airbnb and and the guy, there was a guy there named Steve at the Airbnb who was there with us. Yeah. So it was an Airbnb Steve. And then when I went to yeah yeah when when I went to bed like go to sleep the cat was in my bed on my where I was sleeping. So I had to put a gym bag by the door. Extra touch of home, bud. Because the, the door wouldn't close. Just <laughs> a little kept extra touch the of home. The, the cat pushing the door open with its paw. So I had to put a gym bag by the door. You were in its bed. <laughs> and there was an empty beer beside the bed, too, before <laughs> Right, someone... That wasn't there. Well, I wasn't there when I... Put my bag in the room earlier. Uh oh, <laughs> the king can crush just sitting there, right? Like arms length from the where I would be lying. <laughs> I guess better when you get home than when you wake up in the morning. Someone's sitting on the little couch watching you pound. They're sitting drinking a beer, watching I'm you pre- sleep. I'm pretty sure when I woke up, the cat was on me. Somehow broke back into the room. Like, no, that's my room. What is? There's a TV show, I don't even know which one it is, but the girls watch it, and it has a lot of would-you-rathers, and the the would-you-rathers are always terrible. Like, would you rather <laughs> sleep with your hair on fire or drink a liter of barf? Like, they're, they're always no-win situations. What is the, okay, ready? What's the worst place you've oh, ever sorry. slept? Worst place I've ever slept? Yeah. Well, there's been places where I have I've chosen to sleep, not sleep there, and sleep like in the in the van, like so bad you won't even yeah. stick it out. Like, 
Yeah, there was band houses on the first couple OLP tours. Band houses was is where bands would stay because the cl- the clubs, instead of paying for hotels, they would <clears throat> find a way or rent a place or own a shack somewhere where the bands could stay for nothing, as opposed to having to pay them for hotels. So yeah, the ba- some of the band houses were just like needles in the beds. No. Like broken beer, booze everywhere. Just the everything's torn up. There's covered in load. Just disgusting. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, man. So I was like, no, I'll just sleep in the van. So there's no like honor among bands. Here. Like you know what? We don't want it to be gross. You guys don't either. So everyone kind of do your part. It's not the same as like bus etiquette. Uh, no. No. No, man. No. It's just degradation nastiness okay so uh true or false one third of the world's french fries are from a single canadian food company true or false it's a lot of french fries one third i'm gonna of say the true french fries it's true but how about that crazy is it mccain's i assume so money bags mccain's Hey! Wow, because I know bags. Why don't you? How much? Like, do they have like a huge amount of farms in PEI, or like, a, do they have chunks of everywhere? Like Melanchthon, like Highland Farms, like who, these companies are. What? Uh, like, how does? Where do they? That that to me sounds like a little bit of everybody. No, McCain's. Yeah, they must have places all all over. Their tentacles run so far and deep that I don't even know everything they have their hands in but they like <laughs> That's a, they, they like they own the field they own the potatoes they own the tractors yeah. they own the truck that picks it up they own the gas that takes it to the plant they own the plant they own the plastic manufacturing yeah. company like I don't even know what what they have their hands on everything the is a short they answer t- yeah. they own the air pl- airplane that takes the potatoes around yeah. the world we need to ship something <laughs> let's start a trucking company we need to gas up the trucks let's start <laughs> a gas those, station they got two bangers like those helicopters with the double two banger helicopters yeah. that can carry like a hospital worth of stuff yeah i know there's like um uh okay so no international travel uh, obviously irving this doesn't apply to you um no more cutting down trees, Irving. It's okay. We know that you have to do that. Like they're in a whole yeah, different stratosphere. Yeah, you can take water, Nestle, guzzle, guzzle. Yeah, the rules don't apply. Um, but right. counterpoint, they hire a lot of people. They plant a lot of trees, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. They are a force okay. of nature in the economy. Okay, go. <clears throat> I feel like I'm I'm like four for four, aren't I? I think you're on fire right now. Yeah. yeah. A restaurant in Toronto once made an ice cream cake that weighed as much as five rhinoceroses. First of all, isn't the plural <laughs> rhinoceri? Why not? Right? What is, how, is that proper? Rhinoceroses? I would have said it's rhinoceri, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, uh, maybe, uh, well, maybe, well, maybe I'm wrong. Or maybe, uh, I'm blowing myself up. You may be right. 
I think I think that is not true. That is true. Dang. Yep. And that's how National Geographic says more than one rhino. Is it really? Yeah. See, this Rhinoceroses. is This is learned entertainment. So if you ever want to think, if you ever want to like play, like think, it's because it sounds stupid, right? To say that. But I'm not going to argue with National Geographic. Heck no. A friend of mine who I really like and respect and, and see as uh, intellectually superior to me um, uh, told me that the plural of giraffe is giraffes with two Vs. <laughs> Really? Yeah, and when I was like, I don't, yeah. I don't, I think that I don't know if it's giraffes. He was like, I've been to Africa. Oh, <laughs> I hit you with the. One I know, those. but that's the ultimate. Like, what do I say to that? Uh, oh, well then, yeah, you can. All right, you gotta, I guess it like, is. Well, I googled it. You could Google it, maybe, and say, well, here it says in the dictionary how it's pronounced. But <laughs> how about this? I did, You know what? How many people do you think uh, think magnetic hill? Is magnetic as opposed to it being an optical illusion? A lot. A lot of people? Yes, that's not your question, right? You're just chatting? Well, I figured most people know it's an optical illusion, but people think it's magnetic still, I think, right? Some people. Yes. I might be like one they of those people. Think that's... <laughs> no. Well, I don't I don't fully understand the how the optical illusion works. Like I sort of get it, but I sort of don't. And it's, it's just appearing to roll against gravity as opposed to, yes, it's an optical illusion. It's actually going downhill. Yes. And sometimes I can yeah. sort of wrap my head around it. And sometimes I don't really get it. But yeah, it's a, it's a great way of like saying, okay, here's an optical illusion that feels one thing. Like when someone says flat earth to you, you're saying, okay, Take off your necklace. How come that's not flying up the hill? Because it's not magnetic, you dumb dumb. Now shut up and read a you know one one of those. <laughs> you having an argument about the flat Earth guy? I only went. They're out there. I only went to um, Magnetic Hill a couple of times as a little kid, and I was little enough that it melted my face, completely blew when me you away. Did like it? yeah, like I I went with my dad. So I was younger than eight, and I remember. I remember doing it like in our tour van. Did it work? Kicks, because yeah, oh yeah, it went. It burled up there. Well, the, the, that was like the little school bus van. So it was like the little mini school bus. So it wasn't super big, but yeah. You guys had a little there. short bus. Yeah. What color was the it? First OLP touring mechanism was that. Yeah. It was a, a regular colored bus with like A-team uh, metal put across the windows. So Why? So it looked like it was so badass. So could, so nobody could steal the gear in the back. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. It had actually uh, Mike Turner fashioned because he was a, weld, a, a welder by trade. And he, he fashioned the whole metal back. Of like so half like the the last quarter of the bus was just this big metal box that was for the gear. So if we ever slowed or had to slow down fast, the gear wouldn't come crashing down upon us, you know. <clears throat> so yeah, it was a nicely designed t- 
tank and, and I'm sure all that extra metal just like it was a heavy beast but we toured uh, North America uh, like we did the whole horseshoe in America like a couple times in that so is that the you'd rather Canada sleep in like that bus times. than the band house yeah that's where I slept yeah did you leave and they were the literally seats? just just benches that were down we had benches that you could sleep on and we had one bunk that went across the top so i took that one of those benches i think a few of us slept in there a few times wow didn't even bother using the bathroom to shower because it was such so nasty that's so gross yeah all right here's a good question for you which band of all the years would you not want to be staying in the band house the night after? Which band of all these years? Who like who would be the worst band to be in the band house the night before you're staying there? Oh, yeah. Well, back in the day, I'd say the Headstones would be a good bet yes. that you're not enjoying the place next the next day. And they would be the first to tell you that for sure. Because they just yes. went off. Yeah, they were nasty when they were early on. How did they even keep it together enough to, like, make it on stage every night? Well, I don't know. I mean, I I got along with them. It's just they would get really banged up. Yeah. And, like, crush your rider when you're on stage and, you know, get belligerent. But, yeah. How about this one? Hit me. Uh, I have a feeling glorious sons like to get into things. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to stay in the band house the night after that. That's funny, just throwing that out. And there. in the weirdest I way, I, those guys. I mean it as a compliment, like yeah, like respect. Well, I, I, I get it. Yeah, well, I've heard stories of, of partying, but I've also heard stories of sobriety from them. Oh, so, wow. Um, hopefully, uh, things are all right. Depends which chapter, I guess, right? Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, but nice okay. dudes. We met them. They're nice dudes. Th- these end up being kind of... Uh, <laughs> this one cracks me up. That it's it's in this thing as a fact. So I'm going to say that it's true, but it's funny that people have been hunting... For buried treasure on that oak island for yeah. more than 200 years and those billionaire uh henry winkler looking masks can't find nothing they're billionaires and <laughs> they got the trucks going and history channel money pouring into it there's nothing in those anywhere they found like a penny or something <laughs> i know all this <laughs> It's a piece of guys, guys. It's like it's a, a plank from a freaking ship. Oh my god, this is it. Um, they've made a meal out of that thing. It's lasted years. <laughs> Isn't it unbelievable that show's been on for like almost a decade now? What's the what, t- like? Those guys are total Tortorella A and B are definitely like. In like they know it's a rook, and they're like, "Well, if we can get this channel to hang out here, maybe we can make some money out of this." Have you ever watched it? 
I watched a couple episodes, yeah. But if you watch any of those commercials, they're like, this is a week. Like, here we go. Like, treasure trove's coming up. And the last shot of the commercial is big. And then their eyes widening. (laughs) You know, the hardest job... (laughs) Do a line, like famous last lines in that commercial, the Oak Island show. Okay. This is it. (laughs) <laughs> right? Okay, I got it. Ready? Looks, <laughs> yeah. So okay, I, go. I'm, <laughs> I'm doing the, the voiceover for this week's show. Yeah, okay, <clears throat> go. Wait, Jordy, over here. <laughs> and there's like a slow, it goes to slow motion. It's, it's the Jordy looking. Jordy, look. Oh, like- I like when they try on HGTV shows to um, create a commercial break where there isn't one. Is the guy's name Jordy? I don't know. Let's find out. I don't know. It's not Jordy. (laughs) (laughs) Season eight. Oh my gosh. The person. The easiest job in Canada is House of Commons TV camera person because you just hold the wide shot. The hardest job in Canada in in TV is cutting promos for the Curse of Oak Island. The person who has to find some new way to be like, wait, no, but wait. (laughs) Season eight. No, no, but wait. No, this time I'm serious. Hang on a sec. I'm serious. Oh, Rick. are you sitting down, Rick, Jordy? Rick and Marty. Those are their names. Rick, Rick and Marty. Mar- Marty, sit down. Next time, Marty, over and, here though. Got, for real this time. Cuts, and it cuts to Marty sit down, and it's like we're lost our permit on the West Island. Right. That's the actual answer. It's bad news. We can't dig up that little peninsula. No, but wait. (laughs) And one guy's like, look, and he's showing him this cross with diamonds in it. And he's like, no, I just bought this. (laughs) It's for your birthday. (laughs) It is compelling. I mean, power to them, man. They've hired a lot of Nova Scotia film jobs people to make that show. And it's huge. It's huge. Huge. It's crazy. But probably <laughs> at some point they want to find something just dramatically. No. So they started another one that's even more ridiculous, right? The one with the aliens or whatever. Yes. There's a new show. No, but wait. And it's like, here, here's something that's guaranteed not to happen. Like buried treasure, actually. You know, after a while they're like, okay, we don't see anything. They've mu- but aliens, they've run like out of ways going. to say, but like no, but for real this time. <laughs> no, no, but hang on, check it out. <laughs> hey Marty, check it out. <laughs> One, I promise. We should do a ima- promise. We should do an animated version of the Oak Island thing because then they could find stuff. Okay, true or false? Winter temperatures in Canada can plunge colder than those on the surface of Mars. So specific, it must be real. It's real, bud. Yeah. 
That's pretty impressive. I wonder where. I think I remember hearing in Nunavut. Churchill. In Nunavut, schools canceled if it's minus, colder than minus 55. Yeah. I think I have that I right. Mean that. How long can you be out without getting frostbite in that? Minutes. Not very. Well, exposed skin. Like, you have to be wearing so many layers. Yes. Did you? Okay. <clears throat> yeah, because your breath freezes in the air. <laughs> like, it's, it's inconceivable. I, got, I, I have this week's... This is a request for me, but this is another true fact. You can surf indoors at a restaurant in Quebec. And this brings me to imagine if Commander Donnie worked there <laughs> and he set his booth up near like near the surfing. You can surf? <laughs> yeah. There's like one of those little wave Yeah, well it must, it little, must be but true. Wave things. Yeah, it's true. Weird. <laughs> but imagine Commander Donnie set up beside it with his gear. Okay, guys, time to hang down yourself. Time to catch a wave. Um, <laughs> How about he's doing a surf contest? I can't even imagine. Like, do French people surf? He can... He can bring he can bring up surfers. <laughs> All right, beach boy, it's time for our surf contest. Yourself. Um, I wanted to share with you something that uh, Eric Alper shared. Yeah, boy, Eric Alper. And this is <laughs> yeah. one of those like it sounds like a true or false, but it's a phenomenal piece of trivia that I didn't know, and maybe you did. After movie studios declined Monty Python and the Holy Grail. It was instead financed by Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin, Genesis, Jethro Tull, and Elton John, all of whom saw it as a good tax write-off. Yeah. Did you know that? Yep. I did, yeah. That's insane. I thought, uh, and, and Life of Brian, I thought, was solely George Harrison. No way. Right? Yeah. I kind of love that. Look into that. Which means, like, Kroger... The Nickelback guys should fund our TNT movie. That would be classic. It's only fair. How many cars does Chad Kroger have? Here, here's tons. Do do uh, Donnie. Okay, guys, the holy guys, it's the surf contest. This wild tonight only at Popular Girl. Time to hang ten with the Beach Boy. Oh, oh, how about that? A popular girl, like huge new investor, came in and put a surfing pool for the for the the girls and the patrons. Oh. All right, let's see if who can get a leggy. Our new sponsor, Sex Wax. She took over. The dancers are on surfboards. It's Wipeout Fridays, <laughs> a popular girl. <laughs> That's it. Wipeout Fridays. It's actually so high concept, it's not a bad... Oh, no. You got no, because look. Here it goes. Here comes what? <laughs> Wipeout. Oh. <laughs> you got to do it. it got... Okay, it's too gross. <laughs> hey guys, we know you appreciate the dancer, but the song is called Wipeout. No need for you to wipe. 
anything. It's too gross. It's too gross. I'm pulling up on the gross <laughs> like, wipeout joke. It's, it's, I know, but it's just, it's just girls like trying to surf, but continually <laughs> just falling off the boards and into the wipeout. Wiping out hard. Not like yeah. It looks like it's not working out. Like, Donnie, I can't go back up there. My shoulder hurt. This was the worst I have a concussion. (laughs) My doctor say I have a concussion. Bon, je peux pas aller sur le surfboard encore. The owner was all coked up and had this new idea. Everybody, every girl's going to be on a surfboard. It's the worst. It's a terrible idea, especially because none of them grew up near the whole shell. <laughs> they're just e- e- eating it like that video <laughs> of the guy that's getting thrown around in that thing. And the patrons are getting soaked. <laughs> Here comes Veronica right away. No one can stay up longer than 90 seconds. Nine seconds. The patrons all have to wear made of the mist rain jackets. A terrible idea. All right. That's our week. Get your hand, bud. <laughs> 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 <laughs>